Good morning, and welcome to St. Patrick's Cathedral. Today is Saturday in the 24th week in Ordinary Time, and also the memorial of St. Pius of Pietrocina, priest. The celebrant of today's Mass is Father Muldoon of the Cathedral staff, and he will be offering the Mass for the intentions of Karen Shu. Please stand. A program for this morning's worship can be downloaded at www.stpatrickscathedral.org live. Hymns can be found in your blue St. Michael hymnal. Please join in singing our entrance hymn, number 488, Come Thou Almighty King, number Brothers and sisters, we gather today on the memorial of the great spiritual master, Padre Pio, and remembering his legacy and the, the instructions in the spiritual life that he teaches us, we first call to mind our sins so that we might enter into these sacred mysteries. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. Almighty ever-living God, who by a singular grace gave the priest, St. Pius, a share in the cross of your Son, and by means of his ministry, renewed the wonders of your mercy, Grant that, through his intercession, we may be united constantly to the sufferings of Christ, and so brought happily to the glory of the resurrection. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to Timothy. Beloved, I charge you before God who gives life to all things and before Christ Jesus who gave testimony under Pontius Pilate for the noble confession to keep the commandment without stain or reproach until the appearance of our Lord Jesus Christ that the blessed and only ruler will make manifest at the proper time the King of kings and Lord of lords, who alone has immortality, who dwells in unapproachable light and whom no human being has seen or can see. To him be honor and eternal power. Amen. The word of the Lord. 
responsorial psalm. Come with joy into the presence of the Lord. Come with joy into the presence of the Lord. Sing joyfully to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful song. Come with joy into the presence of the Lord. Know that the Lord is God. He made us, his we are, his people, the flock he tends. Come with joy into the presence of the Lord. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise. Give thanks to him, bless his name. Come with joy into the presence of the Lord. For he is good, the Lord whose kindness endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. Come with joy into the presence of the Lord. be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When a large crowd gathered with people from one town after another journeying to Jesus, he spoke in a parable. A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some seed fell on the path and was trampled, and the birds of the sky ate it up. Some seed fell on rocky ground, and when it grew, it withered for lack of moisture. Some seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew with it and choked it. And some fell on good soil, and when it grew, it produced fruit a hundredfold. After saying this, he called out, Whoever has ears to hear ought to hear. Then his disciples asked him, What is the meaning of, the, what the, the meaning of this parable might be? He answered, Knowledge of the mysteries of the kingdom of God has been granted to you, but to the rest they are made known through parables, so that they may look but not see, and hear but not understand. This is the meaning of the parable. The seed is the word of God. Those on the path are the ones who have heard, but the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts that they may not believe and be saved. Those on rocky ground are the ones who, when they hear, receive the word with joy, but they have no roots. They believe only for a time and fall away in time of temptation. As for the seed that fell among thorns, they are the ones who have heard, but as they go along, they are choked by the anxieties and riches and pleasures of life, and they fail to produce mature fruit. 
But as for seed that fell on rich soil, they are the ones who, when they have heard the word, embrace it with a generous and good heart and bear fruit through perseverance. The Gospel of the Lord. As I mentioned at the beginning of Mass, we celebrate today the Franciscan priest and the great spiritual master, Padre Pio, a saint of our time. He only died in 1968 and was canonized, was declared a saint in 2002. And so there are still people alive today who knew Padre Pio. And those who, who knew him and have heard his story will tell you that people came from far and wide to seek out the counsel of Padre Pio. He was known not just after his death, but especially during his life for his great holiness. So people wanted to come to attend his mass, to go to confession to him, to seek out his counsel. And so we would be wise to seek out the counsel of Padre Pio. And so I suggest that today we go spiritually to Padre Pio, and in light of our gospel, we ask him, Padre Pio, how might we be rich soil? How might we be good ground for the seed of the word of God? I think Padre Pio would give us three ingredients to producing rich, good soil. I think that those three steps, those three ingredients, if you will, would be the mass, confession, and devotion to Our Lady. The mass, confession, and devotion to Our Lady. Padre Pio, as a, as a good and a holy priest, was deeply devoted to the Mass. Um, his Mass was reverent. They say it went on for quite a long time. But it's interesting, Padre Pio, he bore the stigmata, he bore the wounds of Jesus in his body. And so for him, as he celebrated Mass, we know that each Mass is, is a representation of the sacrifice of the cross. It was actually an excruciating experience for him. He himself was quite in a physical way, on the cross as he would celebrate Mass. And so we might think that he might shy away from that, that sort of pain, but no, quite the opposite. Padre Pio knew that it was through the Mass that Jesus comes to us, especially in the gift of the Eucharist, Jesus' body and blood, and we can't live without that spiritual food and that spiritual drink. And so Padre Pio would tell us to make the Mass the center of our lives, of course, on Sunday and more often um, when we can. And also to come and to visit Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament um, in this cathedral or in any church um, as often as we can. To come and to spend time in the Eucharistic presence of Jesus. So the Mass in the Eucharist would be Padre Pio's first answer to our question. Padre Pio, how might we become good and rich soil? Second, he would tell us confession. And not just confession every once in a while, but frequent confession. We're told by people that knew Padre Pio that he went to confession at least every week, and sometimes and during certain periods of his life every day. Now, if Padre Pio, a great saint, needed to go to confession at least every week, we too need to get to confession regularly. Um, we can, in consultation with our confessor, figure out what time frame is, is right for us, and certainly um, as often as we need if we're aware of, of mortal sin, but frequent confession Padre Pio was known for being a bit stern in the confessional um, because he didn't want people to fall into just a routine. We know that when we enter the confessional, we need to be truly sorry for our sins and, and tell the Lord 
um, with, with sincerity that we want his help in doing better. So Padre Pio called people to a high standard in the confessional, encouraging them for, to have true sorrow for their sins and a firm purpose of amendment. So frequent confession, that sacrament of God's mercy, and where he pours out his love upon us and strengthens us to go forward with his help and do better. And third, as we ask Padre Pio, how might we be good and rich soil for the seed of the word of God? He would tell us devotion to Our Lady. Padre Pio was persecuted um, throughout his life, both from within the church and from without. I mean, he said that in all of those trials, his one constant companion was Our Lady. He didn't just know her notionally, he knew her intimately as a mother and experienced her maternal care, and he would want us to do the same. And Padre Pio would tell us that the, the, the best way of being close to Our Lady is the rosary. We're told that if Padre Pio wasn't celebrating Mass, and if he wasn't spending those long hours in the confession, confessional, he was probably found praying the rosary. Those are the three things that he did most. And so we want to be close to our Blessed Mother, to know her not just as an idea, but to really, like Padre Pio, know her as a mother, to experience her tender love for us in the joys of life and especially in life's sorrows. So Padre Pio would tell us today to have the Mass, to have confession, to have devotion to our Blessed Mother as the, as the three pillars of our spiritual life. If those things are in place, everything else um, will fall into its proper place. And so we ask for the powerful intercession of St. Padre Pio, um, that he would help us to keep these three things at the center of our lives so that we would be close to the Lord in this life and together with him forever in the kingdom to come. Brothers and sisters, let us stand and bring our prayers before our Heavenly Father. We pray for our Holy Father, Pope Francis, for our Bishop, Cardinal Dolan, and for all those who lead God's Holy Church, that the Holy Spirit might guide and strengthen them. We pray to the Lord. For all leaders of nations, that they would work for peace throughout the world, especially in Ukraine, and for the protection of every human life from conception until natural death. We pray to the Lord. For all those who are sick and suffering, for those who have asked for our prayers and those for whom we have promised to pray, especially upon Karen Shu, for whom this Mass is offered, we pray to the Lord. Let us pray today in a special way for all those men who are preparing for the priesthood. This weekend in the Archdiocese of New York, our men from our seminary will be heading out to our parishes to share with us their witness um, to the love of Christ as they prepare for the priesthood. We pray as well for those seminarians of the North American College in Rome who will be ordained deacons this week, including one of our own New York seminarians, Victor Gergi. For all those men praying, preparing for the priesthood, we pray to the Lord. For God's mercy upon those who have died, that they may be received quickly into the heavenly kingdom and there live with the Lord forever, we pray to the Lord. God our Father, with confidence in your goodness, we ask you to hear and answer these our prayers that we make through Christ our Lord.
pray, brethren, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Receive, O Lord, we pray, the offerings placed on your altar in commemoration of blessed Pius, so that, as you brought him glory, you may, through these sacred mysteries, grant to us your pardon, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For as on the festival of St. Pius, you bid your church rejoice, so too you strengthen her by the example of his holy life, teach her by his words of preaching, and keep her safe in answer to his prayers. And so with the company of angels and saints, we sing the hymn of your praise, as without end we acclaim. Therefore, these gifts we pray by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord, Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me.
therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, and Timothy, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not on our sins but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. 
please join in our communion hymn number 759, Soul of My Savior, number Let us pray. May partaking at the heavenly table, almighty God, confirm and increase strength from on high in all who celebrate the feast day of blessed Pius, that we may preserve in integrity the gift of faith and walk in the path of salvation you trace for us through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth, the Mass is ended.
We go forth singing number 601, Joyful, Joyful, We Adore Thee, number 601.